good morning, good morning. It is 10 10 Good morning. Good morning, Scott Oglesby, which I got correct. Had a whole conversation and a back and forth with him about his name. I'm saying it correctly. Scott Oglesby, good to see you this morning. What, what was it? What, what did you think it was? So I, well, so I was saying it correctly, but he was saying a lot of people miss the S and call him Ogilby. And it's not Ogilby, it's Oglesby. There's an S in there. The Oglesby right from the start, so I'm in the win column. Good morning, Miss Lori. It is nice to see you. Good morning. A pretty face on our Monday mornings. Um, you're back from Boston. Give us a Boston yep. update. Well, Boston was, the weather was absolutely perfect. Uh, Red Sox, of course, I got there on Thursday. Red Sox ended their series, but New York Yankees did great this weekend, but Boston actually was really, really nice. Just walked and took in the fresh air and took in the beautiful scenery. We were right on the harbor and it was absolutely magnificent. That's awesome. Good for you. The pictures looked unbelievable. You actually were on some kind of sailboat. Yeah. Uh, take in the uh, Boston Harbor as it was. Yep. Great job. Um, young Noodleberg, uh, what was your weekend like? Fantastic weekend. Got to celebrate uh, Jules being six months old, which was cool. Look at that uh, beautiful kid. <laughs> So that was that was fun, and it's cool to see him growing. And then got to introduce him to his best friend that he doesn't even know it yet. Uh, but we got to meet Gabe Hill for the first time. So we went out to Andy's yesterday and got to watch the debacle of a Dolphin game together. Well, well, well it, it was a de- debacle for some. You know? <laughs> it was all the what it is, man. It was, I mean, even uh, if the, even if you enjoyed the debacle, it was still a debacle. It was still. Uh, a debacle. Yeah. We haven't we haven't fully converted Steve yet. We haven't fully converted him yet. So still man. I don't know who I'm rooting for. Man. It was great. So it was a lot a lot of family time, a lot of great stuff. <laughs> Got the babies to get together, and uh, just really great stuff. So that is a smiling baby, no doubt. Yeah. Not because he is my grandson, but seriously, just uh, an amazing. <laughs> Uh, amazing, smiling, beautiful child who I believe you should get into modeling. That is my decree. Yeah, the kid knows how to pose for the camera, so we yeah. might uh, might see if we can make something work here. I don't know. There's if anybody's in the modeling world, anybody knows agents or whatever, let us know. We're in the market. We're looking. We're Speaking starting to of modeling for the camera, I did my third keynote on Friday morning, which was I missed the huddle. My apologies, but a great group. Um, somebody sends me this message. I fucking loved your presentation. I love that one. <laughs> I mean, there's some major enthusiasm. So um, I want to meet Bethany. Bethany yeah, was for great. sure. Bethany and George got a ton of energy. She, yeah, energy. Energy. She, she was like, wow, man. She said, finally, somebody who gets it. So it was super fun, super cool stuff. Um, just a quick sports update, if you will. The Gators won. Knowles lost, correct? That is correct. Yes, the Seminoles dropped their opportunity in Raleigh, uh, which have been a part of that far too many times. So shout out to all of our people in North Carolina that are, are, are NC State fans. Congrats to you guys. Good win. Miami also lost, so that makes everybody feel better. Yeah, I think that there were like six people at that game. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to be in University of Miami ticket sales right now. It's going to be really tough. But um, in all seriousness, great weekend. I'm wearing black. My Mets just totally choked. But it is what it is. 
A shout out. But the Yankees didn't. The Yankees haven't played yet. Let's see what happens. Shout out to Mr. Ziffer, who uh, was in the audience on Friday morning and gave me a plug. Well, actually gave the huddle a plug in front of everybody. So it was kind of neat. Everybody was thinking. He's a great guy. He's great. And I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be a dad if I didn't mention it is Chanel's first birthday. Here we go. So show hey, me so fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at that face. Look at that oh face. My God. Right. Look at that cake. So uh, you all know it's important. FOE, family over everything. Stay tuned because another family member, Andrew Koenig, will be here pronto to talk about why we all talk this community and giving back. Shay, wake our asses up for a Monday morning and let's go. All right, all right. Before we bring on Andrew, um, you can see the trade dress. We're bringing awareness, resources, money to the fight against breast cancer. I thought I'd just start out by saying some of the names of the people who have actually beat breast cancer. Um, Nancy Reagan, although passed away, she spent a lot of years fighting it and winning. Um, Cheryl Crow. Edie Falco, who was from the uh, Sopranos, Jane Fonda, Dorothy Hamill, Kate Jackson, um, Ann Jillian, Betsy Johnson, the the um, uh, designer, uh, Hoda Kotb, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I mean, think of all this crazy stuff. Joan London, Cynthia Nixon, Sandra Day O'Connor, Robin Roberts, right here, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Carly Simon, Gloria Simon, Wanda Sykes. Rita Wilson, Tom uh, Hanks' wife, this is why we raise money to cure this thing, find it. Welcome our friend, our partner, Andrew Koenig. Hey, good morning. Good morning, morning. AK. Welcome back to the huddle. Hi, everybody. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, Lori. Hey, Steve. Hey, Andrew. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. So, Andrew, give us a little backstory as to why this huge commitment on City Furniture's part, on your part, Chris Pollock just shouted out his wife. It's crazy. So, tell us why. Give us the big why. Well, not number one, it impacts so many, you know, loved ones and family members and um, future loved ones like my little daughter, you know, potentially. So, um, but um, you know, our company, City Furniture, has been around for fifty-one years. Um, our seventh corporate value has been given back. My mom and dad have been, you know, very involved in the community ever since they've been, um, you know, growing this business. And long before my mom ever uh, got breast cancer, um, she was a proponent of uh, getting screened, supporting the American Cancer Society, the Making Strides Walk. Um, that's this October. And um, lo and behold, she ended up getting breast cancer, one of the kinds that were you know, just unbeatable. 
it was um, she actually beat breast cancer and then it, you know she had about three months of being free and clear and then unfortunately came back in one of those genes that are just unfortunately they haven't had the dough to uh, uh, figure out the treatments to fight it off just yet so she got stage four very fast and uh, um, but um, it was a two-year fought battle real proud of mom for all that she did and um, uh, you know we're going to try to keep her memory alive and keep um, making this a big deal uh, every October from here on out. Yeah so um, we know about the pink pumpkins some of the people in the uh, huddle crowd that'll be watching this know but give us the backstory on pink pumpkins. Yeah so this the story goes um, and sorry to get a little graphic here but I think it's important if you're ever in a hospital washing your loved ones uh, slowly pass um, and uh, it's 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 excruciating um, so uh, about a couple weeks prior to her passing I remember she was she was always fun and hilarious um, but she was mum she mumbled to me I want 15,000 buckets and I'm like pink or pink bucket pumpkin buckets and I'm like oh the drugs must be really wearing on you like what's what are you talking about mom and then she said it again. I'm like, okay, this is serious. Like what, you know, explain to me what you want. And, you know, she, she um, rattled out that she wanted uh, on Halloween from here on out uh, city to give thousands of buckets uh, to the community, uh, specifically to moms. She was always thinking about moms. You know, every, every mom needs a pink pumpkin bucket so the kids can walk around and go house to house and put the candy in. And, and that pink pumpkin bucket, you know, you know, everybody knows the jack-o'-lantern orange buckets. She wanted them pink. She wanted American Cancer Society's logo on there. She wanted City's logo on there. So anyways, this became a big deal in our company. And we, we immediately, like after that, I called our global sourcing people. We ordered thousands of buckets. And we've been giving them out for free every October since. It's been about seven years. And um, just trying to you know spread the awareness and raise some funds for American Cancer Society to uh, um, make some impact. I so you're you're super humble when you say raise some funds hmm. um, as you operate your business, as you operate your life, you're operating this cause on overdrive. Uh, give us the commitment because all of us are helping you paint the town pink. So uh, give us some of the of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So so our goal is to raise seven hundred fifty thousand dollars um our goal is to give out thousands of pink pumpkin buckets i think twenty thousand, and uh um and you know we also want a goal of i want to get everybody in my company screened um for any type of cancer you know you know i'm about to turn 40 here you know you we all need to do our annual checkups which i just did two weeks ago um but uh th this month is you know we want everybody to come to the showroom pick up a pink pumpkin bucket we want everybody to come in the the showroom to do a, a mattress test rest, whether you have a perfect mattress or not, you know, 80% of customer or people out there don't um, come in, get test rested and we'll, we'll donate $25 to American Cancer Society. We hope to raise several hundred thousands of dollars just with that. We want everybody to go pink, you know, we're rock pink all month long, your house, your kids, whatever, go nuts and, um, you know, turn the city pink. And we'd love to see more people at the American uh, or the making strides uh, walk in Broward on October 22nd at the Heisinga Park, which is a, a lot of fun. And nothing will make you really feel, you know, warm inside when you see 50,000 
women and daughters, you know, walking, you know, arm in arm with pink tutus. I'll probably rock a pink tutu, Mark, if you want to rock one with me. <laughs> you know, uh, let's have some fun and just, challenge accepted. Challenge. Yeah, let's do it. I, I want to drive know. home that, that test rest. I want to drive home that test rest because I think that's super cool because I think when most people ask for donations or ask to fundraise, they're asking everybody else to spend the money. And this that's a really unique idea where it's you guys that are spending the money. All you're asking somebody to do is come in and figure out whether or not they're sleeping the right way. Figure right. out whether or not the mattress is the right fit for them. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to donate anything. All you have to do is take your time to show up in a city furniture and see whether or not you need a mattress. And either way, they're going to donate $25. And I believe that there's a partnership here with Junior Achievement. Am I right, Lori? Yes, you are. Casey mentioned it. So we did it last year. We started and we'll do it again this year. We'll have a backdrop uh, handing out pink pumpkins to all of the students who come during the month uh, so that we make sure we continue to spread the word and help uh, City Furniture, who's an amazing partner to Junior Achievement as well. So so I want to bring up a point here that Andrew um, brought up. Um, th this whole idea, we teach it in life, we teach it in business, be prepared. Um, the fact that you got screened, breast cancer is not only about women. Peter Chris, who was the KISS drummer, had breast cancer. Richard Roundtree, one of the coolest guys ever, Shaft, had breast cancer. So this idea that you can be prepared, you can find out, shame on you if you don't, men and women. So I just want to drive that home that no matter what you do in your life, if you spend time preparing, you know, that's where the, the riches are. It's not playing on the field. It's the practice and the preparation. And I, and I would bet a lot of those people that you talked about who survived probably caught it early. Um, so, right. you know, yeah. catch it early. It's so important. You know, and Andrew, knowing your mom, I, I, it's so funny because, you know, when you think of Doreen, all you think of, first of all, is that amazing smile, right? Yeah. A martini glass, typically, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. But Big everything was fun. She made everything fun. And the fact that, you're keeping this going, right? And this is so fun. It's a fun way yeah. of honoring her, of raising money. She would be so happy. She's she's doing a dance up there and drinking some Cosmo, pink Cosmos up there. I know it. Totally, totally. Um, one other point, and Mark, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? I just like the, the idea that you have to know about it in order to be able to do something about it is so important. So like the idea that we're turning the city pink the idea that there's all of these different ways just to build awareness for it, I think is the most important part because mm -hmm. you don't even know if you don't hear the stories, but mm -hmm. you're starting to see it on social media. You're starting to see it in people's timelines, more and more people sharing the stories about how breast cancer particularly affected somebody or some or them in their life. And the awareness piece is so important. So even if you don't do anything other than share what it is that you're doing or how you're going about getting involved or just sharing the story of hearing of it, that in itself can help people do what we need to do in order to beat this thing. Yeah. Mark, you're yeah. so right. My grandmother did not tell anyone. Right. Mm -hmm. She felt the lump and eventually the cancer spread oh, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Had she told us, had mm -hmm. she said something, 
right? It probably, had she gotten screened, she would not have died at 64 years old, right? Exactly. But it's still young, so. Exactly. There's still time to buy tickets for our event that we're doing um, October 27th. Shay, if you can show us um, one of the one of the great people at City Furniture, Christy Ruiz will be one of the guest speakers. Lori will be there. Um, Jen Starkey from uh, TD Bank, who is a big, big community proponent. Uh, I think, Mark, I think there were 10 tickets left the last I checked. That is correct. There were 10 tickets left. So the spots are, are almost full. And unfortunately, we'd love to have everybody there, but there is a max capacity yeah. for that venue. So, and just like breast cancer, it's not just for women, right? This is for anybody that wants to support the leaders in our community who happen to be women, right, Lori? Um, and anybody who wants to be a part of giving back and, and taking part in this fundraiser for Turning the City Pink, for City Furniture, and uh, and come network, come have a great time, come learn and share in some great conversation. And that's uh, a great way to get involved. So, uh, <laughs> Andrew, Scott Oglesby, who's a friend and a client, wants to know, what, what are you doing for you're in North Carolina? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're trying to get up there as, as fast <laughs> as possible, but we have online sales folks that will take care of you uh, in uh, about 30 seconds here. Just go on our website. They'll, they'll chat and hook That's you up. That's what I was thinking, Andrew, right? Go go check out the mattress somewhere else, but then order it online. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're busy. Any final thoughts, Mr. Koenig? No, you just the whole on the ball team. You guys are, you guys are family, partners, friends, and truly appreciate it. You're Mark, you nailed it. I mean, if there's anything my mom would want, it, it's just getting the awareness out there. And yeah. uh, um, so truly appreciate everything you guys do for me, our company. And that's why we got a great partnership. Laura, you know, I love you. I love and, you too. Uh, um, I appreciate everybody. If anybody ever needs me, you know, Mark and, and Steve, give my cell phone, my email, and um, happy to help anybody that wants to help this cause or just be good friends or needs a mattress. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Thank you, AK. Good job, <laughs> Andrew. Take care, everybody. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. On the heels of that, uh, let's get some great motivational music. In a little tent And oh, just like that river I've been running Ever since It's been a long, long time coming But I know a change gonna come Oh, yes it will Something beyond the sky. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Woo! That's oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that emotion. A change is gonna come. So, uh, in closing this morning, uh, there was a story that came out a week or so ago when uh, the hurricane was blasting the, the left coast and 
company asked employees to bring family pets to office to work through the hurricane. Um, hello, 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 Lori. What the hell is going on out here? You know, look, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. I, I could be wrong with, with working through the hurricane, right? Our, we went remote um, for those two days, right? The schools were closed. The campus was closed. We would have closed it down anyway. Didn't want our people to travel in the, in the storms, right? No matter, even though we knew it wasn't going to get too bad. So everybody worked remotely. I get that. It's not like we're going to shut down everything for two days. Um, but to ask people to bring their families and come to the office and work, I thought was a little bit insensitive. A, a little? I mean, little. reading through the article, this was clearly someone who wanted, who put company, company profits mm -hmm daily business way ahead of the safety and the well-being of their people. This is why there was a great resignation because I don't want to work for an asshole like that, Mark. Yeah. There, there's only one redeeming thing that could have happened here, which was if it was like a storm shelter, like, right. like when I was, when I worked at Florida state and we had a hurricane come through Tallahassee, Dope Campbell Stadium was a storm shelter. Yeah, but that no wasn't windows. the here. <laughs> it was a place that was safe. So, like, go to the office because it's the safe place to be. Bye. Don't go to the office to work. So, like, if you, the complete opposite would have been, hey, guys, we would love to bring everybody together. We've got supplies. We've got generators. We would love for you to leave your home if you feel like it's unsafe and we'd love to house you here. Like, now yeah. you're a hero. Right? right, but instead, but she didn't do that. Right, and also, so I totally agree, Steve. What and that's what came to my mind was, right? Leadership is about balancing empathy with results. Right? right, if you're too much one way, you're too empathetic. Right, you're not holding people accountable, and you're right, you're too soft. Say, then you're, you're soft. not getting results. You're too soft, just say. Right. <laughs> but if you, I said that, as I said, you're too soft. But if you're all focused on results, right, then you're not taking care of your people and caring about your people. So she definitely missed the boat when it came to the balance. But I thought what was even more interesting, right? It was bad enough what she did, but in today's day and age, you can't get away with that. Yeah. Look what happened on social media. Right. She got torn apart. Yeah. Right. Amazing. So leadership today, right now you should do what's right just to do what's right. But Remember, well, you gotta be aware of optics a thousand I was just gonna say, remember that we're under the microscope. Parents, leaders, everything we do, you better be able to stand by it because it's gotta yeah. be out there. Yeah, I think you know, there's this work. People are always saying, Well, I, we're not teaching leadership, and you know, how can we get better at leadership? If you understand the phrase servant leadership. That means my job is to serve you and to get you better and to take care of you. I'm not going to put you in a position where right. harm can happen. And that was clearly a case of me first, you second. And that just doesn't fly in this environment. But I want to go to what Laura Sherwin said. We also told our people, if your kids are at home and you cannot work, that's okay. Right. Right. You can't work. Right. Well, with, with kids around. It's hard. I, it's I put a post out about it last week that went berserk, but it was like, 
look, like there was the Jewish holiday, our daycare closed for the Jewish holiday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Work couldn't stop for us. So Gabby and I had to figure out a way to make it shift work, right? Like I'll, I'll work in the morning until lunch. Then you can work in the afternoon and we'll shift our schedule and then we'll make it work. And I think that that flexibility, lots of work still got done. Everything still got taken care of and we were able to take care of the kids. So having the, the, you know, the understanding that it is possible, you just have to be willing to Mark, navigate do, through it together. We could do a whole show on that topic. Sure. <laughs> Maybe we should. Gabby are, and, and I know a couple of other younger couples are not the norm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in most cases, even today, in more cases than not, the woman is still expected to work and be the caretaker and the shopper and the cooker. And, and the I think that's why, I think that's why I read my post resonated with so many people was because they were like, thank you for saying that. And Laura, Laura Sherwin commented on there. Yeah. Like, I feel like the millennial generation has done a better job yeah. of trying to wait, balance the wait, workload. But wait, but wait, LinkedIn is not a place for that kind of. <laughs> so speaking of one more shout out before we go, Excited to speak to Jewel Tone this afternoon. Excited to talk about LinkedIn with them. And I just created a new slide that says, this is not Facebook. And then has screenshots of all of my personal posts that have gotten unbelievable engagement to fly in the face of that comment to say, here's real-time data and real examples of why that's not the case, even though people want to preach that. Yeah. It's 823. We got to get out and make something happen today. It's 1010. Make your day a 10. Let's get down to business. Let's beat breast cancer. Yeah. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get